Welcome to the Spiritual Father Podcast. I am Father Adam Carrico, and this homily was recorded on October 7th for the 27th Sunday in Ordinary Time, 11 a.m. Mass at St. Boniface Catholic Church, Louisville, Kentucky. The readings can be found at usccb.org forward slash Bible forward slash readings. There you will also find links to listen to the readings and watch video reflections on the readings. I encourage you to check those out. Thank you for listening. Enjoy. I reflect on how a, a grade school teacher can have quite a difficult job. Uh, they, especially in the younger grades, first grade, second grade, and the like, uh, they don't really differentiate their, their teaching roles. They, they basically have to teach everything, math, science, religion, um, you know, ethics on the playground, the, the, whole, uh, the whole nine yards. And they can, at times, say things that maybe aren't completely true, somewhat maybe because they don't recognize it, but then again, they do have to have a lot on their minds anyways. And for another reason, you know, maybe they're in the process of doing something else and some uh, spunky second grader asks a bizarre question out of nowhere, such as, did Adam really lose a rib when God created Eve? And does that mean women have more ribs than men do? Grade school teacher may have been like, yes, Adam, you're right. <laughs> you have fewer ribs than women do. And from that moment on, uh, that little second grader believed that until he got to high school where he was corrected by his physiology teacher. And then in college, the professor there uh, made it a, a big point to correct those who had not yet realized that that was false. And so with our proximity to the medical school, I think it's important to, to acknowledge the fact for anyone who still kind of lingers in that uh, misconception, women do not have more ribs uh, than men do. We have the same number of ribs. In fact, the, the only way that I know of to tell the difference between a male skull or a skeleton and a, a female skeleton is uh, the width of the pelvic uh, bone, the pelvis. And even that isn't certain. I have heard, our, our medical students might uh, correct me, but I have heard that the thickness of the skull can at times be an indicator of being masculine. Mary Dell might be able to attest to that. I don't know. <laughs> but it's just not true. Women and men have the same uh, number of ribs. But this has, uh, for a while, kind of fascinated me. And in fact, when I heard this song, it's a, it's a song called Shady Grove. And this song was, uh, well, it's, it's pretty ancient, really. It's an old Appalachian song that uh, has gone through many renditions. And one of the possible verses of the song Shady Grove is this. I wish I had a needle and thread, fine as I could sew. I'd sew that pretty girl to my side, and down the road I'd go. So the song, it's, it's speaking of his love for his, his engaged, the one that he intends to marry, and how, if he could, he would sew her to his side. Now, we have to, one, recognize this is a rather older hymn, uh, older song, and two, 
that in the era of, of the Me Too movement and, and all the scandal that has taken place, especially in politics, but also in the church, uh, that we can hear this idea that the woman was created from the rib of the man and, and hear it as if the woman is less than that the, the man comes first and then the, the woman uh, comes second. And even this song sounds like she is being made to follow him, go wherever he goes. But I also think that he is pursuing her. He desires to be uh, sown to her as well. And so it goes uh, both ways, that the, the man's rib the symbology there, that they are connected uh, at their side, and that they are equal. It's difficult uh, to see this uh, without this kind of difficulty of the equality, unless, unless we look through incarnational eyes, meaning eyes that are informed by the incarnation, which is Christ's becoming a human being. And our second reading definitely reminds us of that, of Christ being made lower for a time, lower than the angels. Christ took on flesh. Christ, God, God's self, took our humanity onto himself. Just the way that God uh, in Genesis took from the man the rib and created woman from that, God took on humanity. God pursued us the way in which the man in this psalm pursues the woman. We are worth being pursued, worth so much to God that God went out of God's way to put on flesh, to become less than the angels, and to pursue us, to come and suffer for us to give and give for us. Through these eyes, we can then look at the words of Genesis, the words that Jesus himself repeats in the gospel, and see another misconception. Not just the misconception of the idea that men have fewer ribs, but it also says that a man leaves his home and clings to his wife. For much of human history, for much of the reality of, for those who encountered this reading from Genesis, that simply wasn't true. The man would not have left his home to go live with her. In fact, having acquired her, she would have come to live with them. But scripture says that he goes to cling to her side. He goes out of his way to pursue her. It wasn't the reality of what they experienced, but the words were there to remind husbands that they were committed as equals to their wives, that they are created in desire to commit to one another, just as hundreds, if not thousands of couples, have stood here and committed their entire lives to one another as equals, as 
partners in life, desiring to raise a family, desiring to support and to love one another. And they are committed to one another. That is why Christ desires for that commitment to be realized. Difficulty, of course, continues to exist. Divorce is a reality, both in our world and in our church, and we as humans, we work with that. But the commitment is still the ideal, is still the reality of what we strive for. And we remember, we recall in the words of the marriage rite, it speaks of the couple as being a symbol, a reminder of Christ's love for his bride, the church. That the Catholic Church is often referred to as the bride of Christ. And Christ, the Son of God, God himself, clings to her, brings her to his side, and will not let her go. Walks right beside her, loving her, desiring to show her the way. Christ's commitment to his church is mirrored in the commitment of, of husband and wife. And it, through that, we are charged with being committed to one another as well. In fact, uh, you may have received a, an envelope on your way in. If not, there's some envelopes uh, for the Catholic Services Appeal uh, on your way out uh, with the, the hymnals. This is a reminder of our commitment to the Archdiocese, that St. Boniface doesn't go it alone, that we are together with the Universal Church, and it's an opportunity for us to express that commitment through a monetary donation. I'll say no more. It's our opportunity to express that commitment to the larger church, the church that Christ himself has committed to, the same kind of commitment that we are to express to one another through the sacrament of matrimony and through simply being disciples of Christ. I hope you have enjoyed this homily and have gained something from it. For more from Spiritual Father, please visit spiritualfather.org, where you will find other homilies, blog articles, social media posts, as well as links to various projects. Thank you for the support. May our Lord and Savior bless you this day and every day to come.